0: Today's business highlight is Better Sleep, formerly known as Relax Melanies. With over 700 sounds, Better Sleep is the perfect app to help you get a peaceful night of sleep. From calming sounds to meditation, bedtime stories, and breathing exercises. This app is the perfect app for you. Have a business and want to be featured? Send your information to With Love Shay, the podcast at Outlook.com, and your business could be featured on our next episode. Hi, everybody. Welcome back to With Love Shay. I am your host, Shay, and today we are talking about finding balance. That's right, finding balance, the art of self-care. Now, today is Sunday. A lot of people coin it as self-care Sunday. I am one of those people. Sundays are my days where I really like to tap in and sit with myself, get my thoughts together, get my plans together, and really just allow myself to rest, Now, self-care is something that I've adopted over the last two years. It is something that I really, really had to sit down and plan out. A lot of times, people feel like self-care is just something that you just do. And while that may be the case for some, for many, it really takes practice. So today, we're going to talk about that. What is self-care? What does it look like? How do you get started? How do you create a routine? How do you stick to that routine and the benefits of it? So stay tuned, it's gonna be a great episode. I can't wait to dive in. Self-Care Sundays, and we're gonna talk about it. So the first question I hear a lot when I talk about self-care is, Shay, what is self-care? And while some may think that's a very trivial question, It is something that comes up a lot. So self-care in a very clear-cut definition is taking care of yourself, right? Putting the time back into yourself that you give to everybody else. Self-preservation, self-restoration, self-love, anything that you're doing for yourself to get you back to a good point would classify as self-care. Now, there are many levels of self-care, right? You have people who think of self-care as just taking a quiet moment to themselves. And there are others who consider self-care as a spa day, a massage. And then there's others who look at self-care as going out into nature, having retreats, um, going on trips, face masks, drinking tea, whatever your level of self-care looks like anything that you're doing to get back to yourself is self-care. Now, there are six types of self-care and we're going to talk about those. A lot of people don't know that, but there are. The first type of self-care, of course, would be that for the physical body. So physical self-care, that looks like exercising, routine, whether that is something as minimum as jogging or walking in place or really rigorous exercise. It's like, going to the gym, at work, cardio, whatever that looks like for you, yoga, eating more vegetables, drinking more water, Zumba, going for a run. Those are types of physical self-care. Then we go down to the emotional self-care. This is something that I had to learn to really take ownership on over the last year or so because I neglected my emotional self-care. This is really where you're taking the time to tune into your emotions. You're checking in with yourself. You're allowing yourself to feel all of those emotions, whether it's to cry, to laugh, to feel angry, to feel isolated, to feel frustrated. You are allowing yourself to have that feeling. So some ideas that kind of help you get a good self-care routine for the emotional component, will be journaling, one of my favorites. I love to brain dump, where I just write down how I feel. I don't really think about it. I just write it, and then I go back and I look at it to really see where I was in that moment. Another one would be mindfulness practicing or meditation. Again, a skill that you have to really hone. Meditation is something that helps. However, you have to really practice it. Setting boundaries, again, one that I had to really learn. Sometimes self-care is as simple as saying no. Hey, I want to hang out. You want to hang out? Not today. No, I don't want to. Or if you know that people are asking you to do something because you're always that go-to person and you're depleted, simply saying no. Then you have gratitude journals. Another great way to write down things where you're grateful for so that you have a clear perspective of the good in your life. And then one that it comes up every now and then for me personally would be changing that negative self-talk, right? There's a saying that says we are our worst critics, and that is, in fact, true. So when you're starting to think those negative thoughts, starting to think those negative actions, really combating those with something positive, is great for the emotional self-care. The next portion of the self-care diagram would be your spiritual self-care. Now, while there may be people who are not spiritual in nature, there is still a component of self-care that caters to that side of you. So that may be as simple as nourishing your soul, finding inner peace. If you are a religious person practicing your religious practices, and so forth and so on. Really, spiritual self care is really connecting to a bigger purpose outside of you, whatever that looks like. We have our fourth component, which is the intellectual part of self care. This is really tapping into your intellect, right? So, intellectual self care involves figuring out your talents, your strengths, your weaknesses, knowing what your skill set is, and how to articulate that when asked. So some ideas for intellectual self-care could be reading a book. Right now, I have this group called Women Who Read, and our goal is to read 12 books for the year, a book a month. And while this is very simple to some, it's hard because you have so many things going on in your life, work, school, kids, careers, jobs, family, socialize that something as simple as reading a book could really help you tap into your self-care. Then there's other ideas as far as completing a puzzle, learning a new language, taking a course on something that interests you, watching a documentary on a topic that you're interested in. Anything that really taps into your skill set or your intellect would fall under the intellectual self-care umbrella. And so now we're on number five. Number five talks about social self-care. Now, social self-care is very simple. It's very self-explanatory. This is when you're really tapping into your social situations, connections with people, connections with family, you know, connections with friends, whether you're an introvert or extrovert. It may look different because, of course, we all have levels of comfort when we're in social environments. But some examples to really help you Beef up your social self care would be spending time with loved ones, going to lunch with a friend, joining a yoga class or Zumba class, or just going to a class altogether, reconnecting with an old friend, striking up a conversation with someone that you've never met, maybe in the Starbucks line, at Target, whatever that looks like for you. Really, engaging with people outside of your norm to make sure that, one, you still have that social skill set, because of course we know COVID took that away from us, but also really just allowing yourself to nourish and nurture new relationships. So that is the social self-care. And then the final one would be your sensory self-care. This is one that I love because it allows you to really tapping to you as a whole person. So what you see, what you smell, what you touch, what you hear, this is effective to keep you in the present moment. I always tell myself, even with my children, sometimes we get so busy with life that we just need a second to just tap back in. And so we call it quiet time in our house. And we do that. We sit down, we just sit still, and we pay attention to everything that's going on around us. For me, in my living area, I have a big bay window, so I like to sit there because I can hear the birds, I can hear the little chipmunks, I can hear every little thing going on around me. I can smell my cinnamon or whatever I have boiling at the moment. And so it's a good way for me to really stay in the present moment when I'm thinking about everything else that's going on around me. So sensory self-care is very, very important. And really and truly when talking about the different umbrellas of self-care, you can choose to do one, you can choose to do them all. However, understanding the different types will really help you create a routine that works best for you. So self-care is important. It's the idea or the activity of pouring back into self. And now that we know there's six levels of self-care, you choose what works best for you. So now that we understand what self-care is, another great tip is create a routine for yourself, right? First, you learn the information, then you apply it. So how do you create a routine? For me, it was very difficult because as I stated, I really didn't create the time for it initially until I had to create the time for it. And so my first life lesson of the day is make the time. You never want to be in a predicament where you feel like you're forced to make the time for something. So always create that time or that space before it gets to a level of desperation, right? For me, self-care came about as a form of desperation. I remember it was fall of 2020, maybe 2021. Can't remember exactly the time frame, but it was during the fall between those two years and I experienced my first anxiety attack and why for me, I didn't really understand what was going on. I knew something was happening, right? Like I felt really tight in my chest. I thought I was having a heart attack. I remember it like it was yesterday. I was in my bathroom and I just felt like everything was closing down on me. It was dark. I couldn't breathe. My children were in the house. I wanted to make sure I could really like get myself together because I didn't want them to panic. And so it was at that point that I realized, oh, my God, you're having a panic attack. So at that moment, once, of course, I got through the panic attack and really understood and analyzed what was going on, I took it upon myself to never allow stressors of life, stressors of whatever to get me to that low of a point where I was not taking care of myself. It was almost like a wake-up call. I had to really at that moment say, Shay, listen, if nobody takes care of you, you have to take care of you. And so I began my self-care routine. It started off as just simple as exercising. Um, I wanted to you know, make sure that I was in a good space physically because I didn't want to fall ill. And then from there, it began, you know, implementing my vitamins, eating more fruits and vegetables, drinking more water to a level of, okay, well, now that I've done this, I want to, you know, learn yoga and meditate and really tap into that side of things. And so I had to make the conscious decision to take the first step. And once I did that, I was able to take smaller steps and create what I have now I call a self-care routine. So make the time for yourself. Once you're able to make the time for yourself, you can create your routine. It is not in concrete. It is not forever. It changes depending on your mood. Just make the first steps. First steps are always the hardest, right? A lot of times we're scared. We don't know what to expect. It's something different. Oh my gosh, I'm really going to take time for myself. Yes it's a necessity. So take the time, make the space, allow yourself to experience it and don't feel guilty about it. So that is my first life lesson when creating a self-care routine.
1: Life lesson two when
0: creating a self-care routine is to be patient with yourself. As I mentioned early on, there are a lot of people who have these very elaborate self-care routines. And then there's others who have very simple to the point, things that they do. Give yourself grace and understand that whatever self-care looks like for you, it is just for you. Don't be upset with yourself if you feel like your routine is very basic or not as elaborate as you may see on Instagram or Facebook or TikTok. Self-care is more than a trend. It is really about tapping in and giving yourself the proper care that you need to be your best self moving forward so don't worry about all the fancy face masks don't worry about all the creams and scrubs and sprays and things that they say that you should take to make yourself feel good do what's best for you as i stated there are so many different activities that you can do when it comes to self-care from emotional self-care to physical to social to spiritual whatever area of your life you feel that is depleted focus on that but be patient with yourself. It is a routine, which means it will take practice. The first day will be the hardest because the first steps usually are. But over time, you will see that your self-care routine is something that you've nurtured and cultivated to help you. So life lesson number two, be patient with yourself. Now we're going to take a quick commercial break and when we come back we're going to really talk about the benefits of self-care and why you should get started today stay tuned welcome back so now we're going to discuss what are the benefits of self-care We've talked about what self-care is. We broke down the self-care umbrella as far as the different types of self-care. We've even discussed some ideas and tips to create a self-care routine. But now we're going to really focus on why is all of that important and what is the benefit if I start to incorporate this lifestyle? So LaBelle Society, a lifestyle brand for women, created a list of 20 benefits of Incorporating a self care routine. And we're going to discuss some of those today. The number one benefit of having a self care routine is it helps you improve your self awareness. When you're really able to understand yourself in totality mind, body, soul, spirit you're able to really understand you as a person, your thought patterns, the way that you react to certain things, the way that you move a certain way, how you feel emotionally, socially, how you engage with people, you are aware. Then we have that it helps boost your self-confidence and your self-esteem. I am one of those people who really believes that if you look good and you feel good, then you produce better. So self-care is important because it helps build that, you know, you're taking care of yourself, you're taking care of your body, you're feeling better, you're confident, and so in turn, you produce better results out into society. There's a greater sense of fulfillment. You are able to create a work-life balance. I know we talked about that early on in episode one, but work-life balance is very important and self-care can contribute to that. You also are able to control your emotions. You're more creative. You're less stressed. You're less fatigued. You're more happy when you really take the time to yourself, you will understand how important it is. And thus, you are a better person. You may have people to say, Oh gosh, what's gotten into you? Or you are a little bit chippery. What's going on? Like, you're happier because you've taken that time deliberately for you. You also help elevate your emotional intelligence. A lot of people, when they think of emotional intelligence, they just think of how you feel, but it really is about how you manage those emotions and being aware of the emotions altogether. Then of course, the most important thing outside of becoming self-aware is you're able to increase your self-love. As I stated earlier, self-care is really about taking care of you as a person mentally, physically, socially, emotionally, the holistic person. And so when you're able to really do that consistently, you're showing yourself that if nobody else loves me, I love me and your body will appreciate that your your mental will appreciate that the people that you engage with will appreciate that because you're showing them how in turn to appreciate you as well. So self care is important for a lot of different things, but overall, however, or whenever you incorporate your self care routine, make sure that you're doing it for the right reasons. Another great episode. We talked about so much today. Self-care is one of those topics that I really am passionate about because I had to learn its importance in a very low state. Now that I'm aware of the impact of self-care and how important it is to incorporate it in your life, my goal is to help others incorporate a routine that is great for them. So today we talked about what is self-care, the importance of self-care, the different types of self-care that you can adopt, and tips and trades to start your routine. Self-care, as I mentioned, is going to look different for everybody. For some, it could be just as simple as a nice cup of tea. For others, it may be more elaborate where you do a day trip. Whatever your self-care routine looks like, stay consistent. It's going to take time before you get that self-care routine down pat. But once you are, you will see holistically how it helps you in every area of your life. Self-care is not selfish. Never allow someone to make you feel guilty for taking care of you because if no one takes care of you, you have to take care of you. With love, Shay. To your favorite, favorite show. show. Nigga no love shade, but she got it. Go, go. Catch her every Sunday at the same time. So no, time. Catch her every Sunday at the same time. So you to your favorite show. show. really sorry, but she got it. Go. Go. Catch her every Sunday at the same time.